0: You might be seeing it in your neighborhood, or you might be seeing it even in your kid's bedroom. Uh, Kanye West, a lot of people are struggling with what to do with the artist who's said so many unequivocally terrible things lately, and very anti-Semitic things as well. Kanye was always a controversial figure, but some people shrugged their shoulders and said, ah, he's an artist. Well, Neil Orlowski is the director of education for the Abraham Global Peace Initiative, and talks about Kanye's anti-Semitism, talks about a responsibility for people in the cultural world, in pop culture, to just not be like this, and where it's going to go for Kanye West. We get his reaction to how this story's evolved on Thursday's Toronto Today. Um, Yes, another day, and another uh, Kanye West story. Kanye West was escorted out of Skechers' Los Angeles office. The rapper got there unannounced, Um, he was dropped by Adidas a couple days ago, but showed up yesterday at an L.A. corporate office, and uh, the footwear maker, maybe he wants to work with Skechers. There's no knowledge um, that there is going to be something happening with Skechers and Kanye West, and Skechers is very quick to say, we don't have a relationship with him. We have no intention of working with him. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you probably know the name, unbelievably famous basketball player, played with the L.A. Lakers forever, but he's been on the road doing some speaking engagements, and yesterday was in Toronto. I'll explain where he was in a second, but the 75-year-old activist and former superstar said this about anti-Semitism and Kanye West.
1: And I get support from people who understand that uh, what people like Kanye West have to say is intolerable. We we can't have our people who set standards and who uh, everybody wants to emulate and have them talking like that. That's not what we're supposed to be about, especially in America, where we say that all men are created equal. And uh, this is... uh this is not what's coming out of uh, Kanye's mouth, and it, it, it's a problem.
0: That's from Tuesday. Uh, West, or rather Abdul Jabbar, was speaking at the Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center at the annual Spirit of Hope benefit uh, in Toronto. I want to bring on Neil Orlovsky. We've had him on the show before, and we always like doing that. Director of Education for the Abraham Global Peace Initiative, and he joins us now on Toronto today. You've watched this develop and this story come to fruition are people finally getting it were they slow to respond to reacting to such blatant anti-semitism
1: first off good morning thank you very much for having me on um i think the answer is yes i think what we've seen in the well, really almost a month now is not only slow condemnation of kanye but also the realization that kanye is bigger than just himself um, initially, there was a lot of outcry because it was primarily Jewish celebrities, Jewish artists that were coming out speaking out against Kanye's anti-Semitism. And slowly, I think, as it began to affect companies' bottom line, and as you know, Kanye was doubling down, did we see other brands, other companies, other celebrities realize that it might be in their best interest? to also share the same condemnation we've seen from people like Jamie Lee Curtis or David Schwimmer and others. Do you worry Adidas
0: was doing what, you know, some major companies do sometimes, Neil, and just looking at whether or not Kanye was going to hurt their bottom line or not, realized he did and acted, well, less than swiftly?
1: Yeah, and you know. One of the things I tell my students is that time lost is lives lost. And the longer that Adidas sat on the fence and refused to condemn, or rather didn't condemn Kanye, people looked into their history and the realization that Adidas started, you know, during World War II, part of the Dassler family, both Adolf and Rudolf Dassler being part of, or allegedly part of the Nazi um, party, people began to call into question, the, the roots of anti-Semitism, the roots of Adidas, and then their partnership with Kanye, and then the longer Adidas waited, you know, this, this um, insidious history. The irony is that what we saw is after almost two weeks after Kanye's um, claim or, or his, his, um, his, his comments, We saw that Adidas' stock began to drop almost $12 in two weeks. The day they condemned him, it went up or rebounded about $25, which then called into question that companies don't work for altruistic reasons. It really comes down to the bottom line. And I tweeted out just recently, if that's the case, then what's the cost of a Jew?
0: Neil Orlowski is our guest director of education the Abraham Global Peace Initiative. Do you worry about somebody who has so much influence in – in pop culture so much influence and so many fans that it wasn't just what he said I, he doubled down and said hey i can say it and i can say anything and nobody will do anything because those are two different things
1: well that's just it i mean 35 million plus followers Kanye has on on twitter 18 million plus followers on instagram he says i can't i can say anything Anti-Semitic things and nobody can do anything and that calls into question the fact that rappers individuals celebrities are bigger than themselves they've become global icons pop cultural icons that realizes though they themselves can save things how might it affect the brand 35 million followers as a pop cultural icon he has influence over young minds teenagers children who listen to his music who might wear his shoes who may be part of on to sports or what have you and say well you know uh what he said is one thing but then we're also seeing the emergence of the mental health narrative and almost a justification that because there have been calls that he might or may not have mental health issues that he almost gets a pass 35 million plus followers all it takes is one to believe what he says to embody what he says and to act on you know this alleged uh death con three whatever that had intended to mean
0: and you must clearly separate neil a political opinion from the kind of things kanye has been saying this isn't kanye laying out the middle east and saying here's what here's how i view it and here's a seven because i who doesn't love the idea of somebody being educated and being smart and willing to debate practicality that's not what this
1: is no it's not and anti-semitism isn't a difference of opinion anti-semitism is hate and so we see what he said would not be accepted if any other person, celebrity or not, made the same or similar comments towards any other racialized or marginalized bodies. The question is, and Karim, Abdul, uh, Karim Abdul-Jabbar said it yesterday, mm-hmm. Jews have always been this proverbial canary in the coal mine. We saw it in World War II leading up to the, the Holocaust. It's almost a barometer of where society is going. We, all we have to do is call into question Martin Niemöller's poem, A First They Came For. At what point are we going to realize that anti-Semitism is hate? And the more any celebrity, any rapper, anyone perpetuates it, uses their platform to spew it, then we've realized that there's a problem with society. The more it's becoming normalized and tolerated.
0: You might remember. Do you remember the controversy about Public Enemy in the 80s?
1: Now, uh, yes and no. I, I'm born in the late '70s, but I am familiar <laughs> more so with with Ice T, okay. and some of some of his lyrics. Well,
0: Public Enemy got rid of somebody out of their rap group who made some anti-Semitic comments, um, you know about you know the world and economics and Jewish people are trying to control this and that, and they kicked somebody out of their group and evolved their opinions. And now I think people would say. You know, Chuck D is a champion for all people, but that takes an evolution of opinion. We still can have teachable moments. This doesn't look like the case here. In fact, many people think many black people think Kanye West is anti-black as well. So this has a lot of layers to it,
1: well, absolutely. I mean, it started in early in early October with his the T-shirt of White Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And again, that is where I come with this Nemoler uh, analogy. Like at what point do we step up? whether it be Chuck D, music has always been. And celebrities have always used their platform to advance or call into question some sort of social or political agenda, usually for the better. But in in Kanye's West, not so much. But we're also in a different time. A lot of people have called into question what happened to Mel Gibson. We're in a different time today. This is 2022. We're really sort of not only at the height, but maybe sort of surpassing the cancel culture That what he's doing is he's playing on anti-Semitic tropes and almost a 2.0 of anti-Semitism, the rebranding and and redefining of where the term is. Again, anti-Semitism is not a difference of opinion. Anti-Semitism is a form of outed hate. Well,
0: Neil, and I like to make the, the distinction between cancel culture and consequence culture. Mel Gibson said things. Uh, Whether under the influence of alcohol or not, sometimes alcohol brings out people's true feelings and they're masking them in public. And, And Mel Gibson suffered consequences. He can still make movies. He's still a free man. But you can decide or I can decide to go see them or not see them. Same as Dave Chappelle, same as Chris Rock, same as anybody.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and you know we're seeing the financial and economic um, hardships that companies are are taking for for dragging their feet on canceling him. Um, earlier in in the segment, we talked about Skechers, the fact that mm-hmm. Kanye showed up at, at their um, their factory. I think failing to to realize that the owner of Skechers is a Jew, right? That Robert Greenberg didn't want to take a meeting, whether it was because it was an un- unannounced or because of Connie's anti semitic um, comments, right? This, again, has me consider how much Connie believes in what he's saying versus um, this mental health episode. But at the same time, whether or not we're using mental health to justify hate and whether or not through that justification, it only takes one of his 35 million plus followers to to act on what he's saying.
0: we conversation with Neil Orlowski, Director of Education for the Abraham Global Peace Initiative on Toronto Today. We've got about a minute here. What are you seeing in school so far? A couple of uh, times last year in the fall, we had conversations about school and how Students of a lot of a lot of ethnicities feel like they're dodging proverbial bullets. They're dodging hate. They're dodging terrible comments in hallways. What's your word on the ground as to whether that's improving or not? um, And and we're getting more of a balance to it.
1: I think we're seeing a conversation being had in education as to what is the difference between an anti-Semitic incident and anti-Semitic ignorance. A student that might engage Mm. in you know drawing a swastika because they're not realizing the implications of it versus a student making a comment about the jews or hitler or what have you one of the things i'm noting in the last week in my own classes is students justifying kanye as well what do you expect it's kanye but he makes a lot of really good music which echoes what spotify said in terms of not reducing his playlist only because his music itself doesn't interfere with the the hate Um, policies of the company that to me is fearful because we're we're drawing again a justification in who he is and what he says versus what he stands for
0: yeah and we cringe when we find out one of our favorite artists is a monster it's not a good feeling and uh, it's uh people don't know what to do with the the art they still don't know what to do with people like uh, michael jackson of the day neil i'd love our conversations let's have more of them in the weeks to come thanks
1: so much for the time this morning Thank you for having me and have a wonderful rest of your week to all your listeners and yourself. Thanks
0: very much. Neil Orlowski joining us. Yeah, it's, you know, you you can have a dignified, respectable society, but then someone you love does something that you wouldn't do or you wouldn't approve of. So I don't know if you throw out the art with the artist. You keep cheering for the player, keep going to the concerts, keep going to the movies. It's a question at the heart of pop culture, right in the middle of it right now. And there's no easy answers.